Sports, politics, life. Back Nine Development presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Online at backninedevelopment.com. <laughs> check, check, check. Testing. One, two, three. Does this work? Let's try it again. I've never done this my entire life. We're doing the show completely over. Never did it in radio. Never did it in television. Never. I've never, ever done anything twice in broadcasting. But here we go. The first episode, well, it was a complete disaster. And I don't have any idea why other than I'll say this. We've been at the podcast a little over three years, and we've had three days where we've had technical difficulties get in the way. One was a couple of years ago, Stan Weber was our guest, and the entire interview was completely unusable. It had an electronic noise to it, and we just couldn't air it. A couple of times, many of you have heard a podcast go into a phase where it gets gets a little buzz in it or something like that. And those have been posted, and I know sometimes that's been annoying or whatever, but this time, I don't even know what the heck this was. We've done a complete clean-out, reboot, restart, power off, unplug, dead everything with the entire system. And I've practiced a couple of these now to, for 10 or 20 seconds to make sure that it's okay. I've gone back and listened to them, and they work. But here we go, because I just I, I freestyle this thing now. However long it is, how long it is, I will not know if this is recording properly until I'm done at this point. But I will let you know what the first podcast sounded like that should have been out early this morning because I thought I crushed it. And that's what's killing me about redoing it. I just don't think I can do it as well. This I'm going to try. I'm going to try. But I, I feel like I really crushed it this morning on election day. And this is what it sounded like after I got done recording. Eight years, I'll do a photo op with you. I'll tell people you were a great president. I'm not going to say bad things about you, but you are not controlling me. So as you can see, that's completely unusable. It was about 52 minutes long, I think, and there was no way anybody was ever going to listen to that. Although, I'll give a shout-out right now to Dr. Jeremy Fry because he speeds the podcast up and listens to it at 1.5 times speed. That may be the same kind of thing for me. Listening to the way that was recorded or listening to it at one and a half times as fast would be the same for me. So maybe Dr. Jeremy would do that. There's also a whole bunch of settings on my uh program that does all the editing, different effects and stuff. I don't know if there was a way I would ever be able to clean that up, but it it would have taken me probably longer to try to find a way to clean it up. And then it still would have not been right. It would have been ugly, uh, but it would have been cleaned up a little bit, I guess, than to just redo it. So here we go. We're going to redo it. It's election day. And I'm excited that it's election day because we got a lot going on on election day, including a couple of, you know, for some people, there's absolutely nothing going on here. You may live in a state or municipality where there's nothing really on the ballot, like Kansas City, Missouri has a couple of taxes on the ballot today. That's it. There's not a bunch of board races or council races or anything in Missouri, but Kansas is loaded with them. I got an email from my buddy Mike Hubner out with Blue Valley Excellence, and he tells me he has now, his group has knocked on 13,300 doors in the Blue Valley School District. He personally has knocked on 5,051 doors. That is just awesome. We've got Jennifer Gilmore running in Olathe, the woman who won the election last time, then they took it away from her, then she sued them, then she won her lawsuit, and now she's running again today. We love her. We love Dr. Kemling in Shawnee. We like Joe Carlin and Mark Charlton and Lenexa. We got all kinds of people we're for and school boards and things that are going on, and we hope that you're going to go vote. This is just a reminder that if you haven't, go vote today. 
I'm taking my mom and you know, she loves voting. And I had to talk her into going. She says, I just don't think it matters. And I just don't think it, I I said, mom, I told her the story about Jennifer Gilmore. I said, she won by like 30 votes. Then they took it away from her and said she lost by seven or something. Your vote does count. It matters. It matters a lot. So go vote. It is election day. A couple things we'll all be watching, I believe, will be happening in Kentucky and Virginia. Virginia has a chance to flip its Senate. So their House is Republican, their governor's Republican, and they got a chance to have a, a complete takeover in Virginia, which would really be a cool thing. Because as you know, a big part of Virginia there is where so many people that work in D.C. live, and it's very, very liberal. So this, I would equate this a little bit like to what's gone on in Missouri over the last few years. Missouri's become very red, but they had to overcome St. Louis and Kansas City to do that. And it really meant that people that live in more rural areas, smaller communities, got more active and more likely to vote and have taken their state back. That's what happened in, in Missouri. Kansas hasn't done that yet. Kansas will have to hit a tipping point where they have to overcome Johnson County or Wyandotte County, really. But the, the influence in Johnson County is pretty significant as well because that's where the population is. But Wyandotte County is heavily Democrat. And I don't think the people of Kansas have woken up yet. In smaller communities and rural areas, they've not been over to overcome you know, so many colleges in Kansas as well, so many college communities, KU, K-State, Wichita State, all the other smaller schools. There's so many of them, and they vote very heavy Dem. But Kansas got to wake up like Missouri has. We got to all go vote, and that's a thing. So we're watching Virginia to see how that plays out. But the real one to watch here today is the one I'm scared to death of. Andy Bashir is running for re-election as governor in Kentucky against a guy. Is it Daniel Cameron? His name is Cameron. And uh, Cameron's the conservative in this. He's an African-American He's the attorney general. He's linked to Mitch McConnell. The question is, what will the voter turnout be? And who are the people that really want to go vote? They have made this gubernatorial election in Kentucky about abortion. I'm going to predict right now that Bashir is reelected in a very red state of Kentucky, very red state, because the Swifties come out and vote right and left for the Democrat to protect abortion. That's what it will all be about in Kentucky. We're going to find out. We've got to get abortion off of elections. We have the House of Representatives in Washington, D.C. right now. They need to put forth a bill. I, I have zero faith that Republicans could get together and pass it. But they really strongly should be considering, even if it's, even if it's a big number, like a 20-week you know, abortion thing, something, whatever they got to do to try to get everybody on board with it. Whatever you got to do, find a way to get something out there, throw it to the Senate, see if you can put the Democrats on the spot on this thing. We got to find some sort of a national law. We have to have a consensus. It's going to happen. It's going to happen in our lifetimes. We've got to get this off the ballot or we're going to keep losing elections. Keep your eye on Kentucky for that one. Of course, it's an interesting election week as it's not a very big election in most places and there's not a lot going on, but there is a lot of polling and such going on. And it looks like even though this is an off-year election, it's a bad time to be a Democrat. You can see this in the New York Times poll, which we've all now seen, where Trump is just crushing Biden at pretty much every turn. David Axelrod, the former Obama dude, has come out and said maybe Biden shouldn't run. They're all starting to say this. Trump is killing Biden in like six of seven swing states. In Michigan, he's up 10, which means he's up 13. This is a New York Times-Siena College poll. That's why the Democrats are paying attention. They're like, uh-oh, New York Times says this. Biden can't beat Trump. They're scared to death. They want him out. 
I've never been more sure that Biden's going to be out. There's only one thing that keeps Biden in the race. One. That is Barack Obama. If Barack Obama wants Joe Biden in the race because he's, what, trying to protect his legacy or something? I don't know what. Because Barack Obama has control. And the way he keeps control is Biden sitting there. Barack Obama's had control of this party since 2008. That's when they put the Clintons in the rearview mirror. Clintons were still powerful people, but not really this party. This is Obama's party. And I don't, my guess is he's a little skittish on calling up Gavin Newsom and saying, you're the guy. I wanna, I'm going to support you and jump on your train. Because here's what Obama knows. If this happens, if Biden is out and Newsom is in, Newsom wins the White House, I think. I know you hate hearing that. I think anybody other than Trump or Biden beats anybody named Trump or Biden. And so I think Newsom would win. But the second Newsom got in, no matter what kind of handshake deal he had with Barack Obama, he would turn his back on Obama so fast and say, you're done. It's my party now. And I've got this. And Barack Obama's power would be, it would wither away. And I think Obama knows that. So there's a lot of things going on within the Democrat party. Obviously, they're a splintered, fractured party from all these little uh, minority groups based on sex, gender, identity, skin color, religion, Muslim, Israel, and they're losing a lot of these people for good reason. They're losing a huge chunk. The poll says Trump is now getting 22% of the black vote. Well, he's getting that because black voters are tired of seeing all these Hispanics come across the border into the country, taking over as as the largest minority. You think an African-American is happy that brown people are becoming the largest minority in this country? They're not happy with that. They hate that. This is crazy. We got it. We, we live in a fascinating time, but I have, I, I think it's on. I think Biden's done. I think he's going to be out. I think these poll numbers are less than accurate. I think Trump's numbers are actually better than this versus Biden. And as good as they are, and as many people as miss Trump, it won't take much for somebody like Gavin Newsom to come in and win. It just won't. Even though he's way left and far liberal and all these things, it won't. The young voters will just say, you know, Trump, no, Biden, no. Look at here. Look at this young guy, younger guy. That's what we're going with. That's how Obama got elected. That's the only reason Obama got elected. Here's the cool guy. I feel good about myself. He's black, sort of black. And he's young and he's kind of hip. I'll vote for him instead of old John McCain. That's it. That's it. That works. You just can't even imagine how many millions of Americans vote on what somebody looks like, sounds like, or their age or whatever. We're seeing it with Biden. He's perceived as too old. For whatever reason, Trump versus Biden, Trump isn't seen as too old. Trump versus Newsom, he will be seen as too old. I think DeSantis would have a better chance of beating Newsom than Trump. You're mad all you want, but it's election day and these are the things that we talk about. Fascinating stuff, no doubt. Absolutely fascinating. All right, so I got this wonderful email from a listener in Spring Hill, and he sent me this story about why so many people are running for school boards. And a classic example occurred October 23rd in Spring Hill at USD, the school district 230. The story's headline at sentinelksmo.org, that's sentinelksmo.org, is titled Health Textbook with Explicit Sexual Content Pulled in Spring Hill. Listen to this. A health textbook describing everything from anal sex to rational suicide and presenting ideas such as gender spectrum as fact, 
was heavily questioned at the meeting on October 23rd at the Board of Education. The book, An Invitation to Health by Lisa Turk, Tunks, has already been pulled from the school after the meeting exposed what looks like a classic cover-up by the district. It was purchased without the board's knowledge or consent. The book was being used by freshman health classes where the average age is 14. They changed the curricula from teaching health inside PE, and now health is five days a week, five hours per week. The people at the school said they didn't notify the board because they purchased less than $20,000 of these books. Therefore, they didn't require board approval. So they put them in the school. Some people on the board found out about it, then covered it up until one person on the board was made aware of it. That person on the board's last name is Sealing, S-E-E-L-I-N-G, Sealing. And what happened is she's a member at large, Allie Sealing, and she was notified in August when a parent emailed that her freshman daughter was coming home with this stuff and couldn't believe it. So she found out and got the books pulled, and now they're talking about the cover-up of what happened and how it got there. Here is what's in the book. Sealing said the parents sent her pictures from the book that included topics such as, but not limited to, anal stimulation, the cycle of an orgasm, masturbation, asking the question, how do you compare statistically with your fellow students, pornography, celibacy versus abstinence, asking students, what do you think are good reasons for abstaining from sex, heterosexual versus bisexual and homosexual, explanation of bisexuality versus pansexuality, I would need that course. Vaccinations, asking students if they've received all recommended vaccinations. And then the big one, rational and assisted suicide. You're kidding me. The trouble that we have with teen suicide and mental health in this country, and there's a book explaining assisted and rational suicide. I, I thank you for sending me this story. Way to go, Spring Hill, for getting it out. The board sounds like they're conservative and didn't know. And the liberals in the school, in the schools, were going around their conservative board and putting books in there and teaching this in the curriculum without the board knowing. That's not a conspiracy. That happened. The book was there. It was being taught, and the board didn't know it. Wow, in Spring Hill, one of the more conservative places you could live. Thank you so much for sending me that wonderful, wonderful story. All right, KKHI is brought to you by our friends at bstock.net. They want to let me know that they've got this 85-inch TV that's remarkable. I've got one here at my house. Love it, watching Chiefs games on it. Retails for $1,800. They're selling at half price, $899.99. Samsung Q60 85-inch QLED smart TV. They've got an overstock of these. While supplies last, $899. That is half price on an unbelievable 85-inch TV. And if you visit in-store in Olathe, 14680 South Flaming Road, if you visit in-store, they'll deliver it to you in the Kansas City area really, really cheap. Some places they'll deliver it free, but most places really, really cheap. just depends on where you live. Ask them about it. Log on to bstock.net or call them at bstock.net, or visit them at 14680 South Flaming Road for that amazing deal.
The Finch Knife Company, the world's best pocket knives, are designed right here in Kansas City. Finch pocket knives are unbelievably useful tools, and they're beautiful pieces of art. My guy Spence and his partner Steve wouldn't have it any other way. They design them right here in Kansas City at their studio in Stanley. They come out with about eight to ten different uh, models each year. They're all at the website, finchknifedco.com. Many of them are on display at Shields in Overland Park, the Bullet Hole in Mission, or Teague Tractor in Belton. It's time to get one, guys. It's fall. It's the time of year everybody's reaching for a pocket knife or something. You're outside, you're cleaning up, you're doing what he's like, I need a pocket knife. Carry it every day or display them proudly in a case as beautiful pieces of art. Finchknifeco.com also makes a wonderful gift. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC in Excelsior Springs is home of the lifetime warranty. $100 off a set of four tires, and I'm in the market for both because I got about 31000 on my tires on my Chevy Blazer I got at Roberts Robinson two and a half years ago. And so I'm about ready to get some new tires, an oil change, maybe a little lunch up there with Mike and Tim, my buddies. I'm coming to see you, boys. I'm coming to see you. When you walk in there, ask for Tim on the showroom floor. He'll show you everything they've got or get right on the computer and build it for you. It takes about 15 minutes to build your car. Don't want to do it yourself? You sit down and say, here's what I'm looking for. You'll go through all the options, all the discounts. He'll pull up on the computer screen. You build it. They send it off to the factory. And if you don't love it when it arrives, you don't have to have it. They'll keep it. They'll sell it to somebody else. Gladly. No questions asked. If it's not, because my car, when I got mine, I was like, I, I love, I think I like this color, but I'm not sure. And then when I saw it, I'm like, I love this color. But if I didn't, they said, no problem. We'll sell it to someone else. You can get a different one. They're so cool. RobertsRobinson.com, really anywhere in America. They've shipped cars to Florida for former Kansas Cityans that have second homes in Florida and want to buy a Chevy truck or a GMC Sierra or a Yukon. It's all right there. RobertsRobinson.com. Okay, to bookend the story about the Spring Hill School District and the vile filth that they were teaching in the classroom to 14-year-olds, to minors, the things they were teaching and showing to minors versus two female teachers, adults in their 20s, teaching in St. Clair, at St. Clair High School in Missouri, doing their jobs at home on their private time with their husband's approval that they are faithful to, married, on private subscription services in a private side business from teaching called OnlyFans, these teachers were found out to be taking their clothes off and making real money. And so the school fired them. Now, I'm not making any kind of an argument against the school firing them. They have every right to do that and say, I can't have my 15-year-old boys in here thinking about my teacher's a stripper. And, you know, maybe finding a way to log on to OnlyFans or sign in or buy an account with their parents' credit card, or who knows, whatever. But it's amazing that we put textbooks in there teaching these kids this stuff, but teachers with clothes on, who are good teachers, these were good teachers, doing something privately that nobody knew about for months and months and months, because they use aliases. They didn't say they were in St. Clair, Missouri. They didn't say where they were. I think it said in Missouri, they used fake names. They sold subscriptions. Brianna Coppage was making $10,000 a month on the side on her OnlyFans page, with her husband's consent. I do not think it was sexual intercourse. I don't know for sure. The stories I've read describe to me that she was basically stripping and talking dirty and doing whatever and having live chat rooms, and the husband wasn't part of it. Now, that politician in the East Coast, I think her husband was involved. Like, they were both performing or something. I don't know. I'm not on OnlyFans. I don't know, and I'm not going to sign up to go find out. 
But Brianna Coppage lost her job. She was making $10,000 a month on the side. She said it's worked out pretty well. Fox News did an interview. Then she went on the Tamron Hall show, which is like an Oprah show. It's syndicated nationwide. And after she got on Tamron Hall, in, in a few short weeks after that, Brianna Coppage says she has made over a million dollars. They've paid off their house. They've paid off their cars. They've paid off their student loans. And she's made over a million dollars doing this. She plans on doing it for another year or so, saving up a bunch of money and quitting. And maybe would like to become a teacher again. And if she stops doing this and she's a good teacher and she's not committed any crimes or done anything really wrong other than it may break your moral code that she's on a private site taking her clothes off, I will make a really strong argument, a convicted strong argument, that what the teachers in Spring Hill did by teaching that vile filth in that book to those students is way more immoral than a woman privately behind you know, firewalls and paywalls taking off her clothes for money. I, I, I mean, look, I, again, I don't have a problem with these teachers being fired. None. And I don't have a problem with somebody who doesn't want to hire them at some point. I don't. They've made their bed. They can sleep in it. But my guess is Brianna can, you know, it's her 15 minutes of fame. Eventually, these people are going to drop their subscriptions. There's a curiosity factor. Who is this school teacher? You know, you do it for a while. Eventually, it's going to trail off, and that's probably going to be the end for her. I will say this about them. From the pictures of them that I've seen, and they're just regular pictures, one of them just like regular photos on their Facebook page, there's nothing spectacular enough about either one of them that they would have made millions of dollars taking their clothes off. They had to become a news story and somebody groundbreaking and whatever, and they've done that. So I just think we've got a tale of two school districts here, Spring Hill and St. Clair, and look at what's happened and what's going on in our schools. I don't know. But then, heck, you know what? I don't know what the heck was going on in my schools because we didn't know. Everybody had private lives then, and we didn't know anything about anybody. And, you know, in a, in a, in a really strong way, I feel like we were better when we just didn't know so much about people. Like, I don't really want to know all about you, and you don't really want to know all about me. That's okay. That's okay. We're not big into social media. I, who cares what the Keatsmans are doing? Come on. Seriously. I think we were a little better off when we didn't know. I digress. Sports Today is brought to you by Cross Kitchens. Online at crosskitchenskc.com. They are Kansas City's remodeler. I think we're good for the week here. The free countertops are going to run through this week. To be eligible, you just got to make contact this week. You got to call and set up an appointment to have them come out to your house and take a look. It's no obligation and it's no cost for Tim or Brittany to come out, take a look and say, here's what we're thinking. They have their own design team. They do 3D renderings. They'll do all this on a model for you. After they, if you tell them what you're looking at, they'll send you a complete bid and then you decide what you want to do. CrossKitchensKC.com, 816-898-7047. It's the chance of the year right now. Free granite countertops at CrossKitchensKC.com. North Kansas City Dental is online at NKCDental.com. If you want a regular dental checkup, you should be doing that every six months. Go for it. Or cosmetic dentistry, crowns, veneers, TMJ, teeth whitening. They can really help you with the pain of TMJ, and it can really help you with snoring and sleeping better with mouth guards and mouthpieces. They can help open up your airwaves by creating a mouthpiece for you to sleep with. 
Dr. Bush is an expert at this. Book that appointment. If snoring is a problem at your house, go see if he can fix it for you. NKCDental.com, 816-471-2911. Don't forget, they do cosmetic work as well. They've got a spot med spa there adjacent to that. He's hired professionals to do this, but he's branching out. They've got a med spa. If you're looking for Botox or wrinkles under your eye or some of these other things that med spas do, I've got $100 gift cards for any listener that wants one. I'll, eat, I'll just mail it to you. If you want to make an appointment at the med spa at North Kansas City, uh, again, just call the number 816-471-2911 and I'll send you a hundred bucks to use however you like there. Jocelyn's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch in Overland Park, the jewelry you recommend to your friends and family. Old school shopping experience. This holiday season, guys, go in with her and let her pick out what she wants. Get her something cool this holiday season. You, I, like everybody else, we've been cutting back on this and that, not eating out as much, not doing this, whatever we're cutting back. Come on. Add a couple hundred bucks to that budget for the holidays and think about something really sparkly at Jocelyn's. While you're there, have your jewelry cleaned or repaired. They clean it for free. The repairs are dirt cheap. There's no other way to say it. They do they do jewelry repairs for fractions of what others charge at Jocelyn's. There's never any commission. There's never any pressure. It's just such an old school holiday shopping experience. Jocelyn's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch in Overland Park. Love those folks. They're just awesome. On to sports and a really cool story from Sam McDowell. And I'll, I'll parse it this way. I think the most important trait for anyone in sports journalism and probably news journalism is knowing what a story is. People ask me all the time, you know, how did you do what you've done or whatever? Who do you think is really good and why? And I'll tell them. And well, there's one guy I'll mention. I don't know that I agree with him politically or anything like that. And I never listen to him anymore because I record in the mornings. So I never hear Bob Fesco over on 610 Sports Radio, but I worked with Bob for a number of years. He worked for us at 810. And he was controversial and he says some goofy things. And he's there's things about Bob that, that not unlike me, there's things about him that people don't like. And they said, and he did a couple things that I didn't care for, you know, confrontational picking fights, unprofessional behavior at news conferences, things like that. There were some things that I thought crossed over, and, but he's grown up now and he's better and he doesn't do that stuff. But I always said about Bob Fesco, and I say this about Carrington Harrison over there too. And, and it's short list for me now. Th those are my two. That's it. Those are my two people in Kansas City that, that I can check this box. They know a good story when they see it, and they find stories that their listeners are interested in. Sometimes you got to find things that others aren't reporting. You got to find things out. You got to snoop around. You got to find things. You got to come up with something different. Fesco does it. Carrington Harrison does it. I have always thought that if I have a strongest trait, that's it. I find things that are interesting that get people talking and present it to them. So I present to you Sam McDowell's story that nobody's going to read because he's with the star and they don't have any subscribers. I feel bad for Sam. Nobody's reading his stuff. He did get a free trip to Germany. Good for him. So they still have some kind of a budget left at the star. He goes to Germany, watches the game. And, you know, we all saw the big play. We saw Tyreek Hill stripped, Trent McDuffie stripped it. Mike Edwards grabbed it. He was about to get tackled. He pitches it to Byron Cook. Brian Cook scores a touchdown. We all love the play. Maybe the play of the year, certainly the play of the game. And a lot of people are saying, wow, there's Tyreek Hill, not with Kansas City anymore. Chiefs won and Tyreek Hill hurt his team. It sure was great that the Chiefs aren't paying him $30 million. 
And that's an easy thing for everyone to say. I didn't bring it up because everybody's thinking it anyway. Sam McDowell, although this piece is not his best writing, it's clunky to read. Boy, the younger writers are clunky. I don't know why they've been taught to write in a clunky fashion, but they do. And this is clunky. So Sam, I'm giving you the biggest prop I can possibly give you. And at the same time, just simplify the way you're writing. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. So he wrote this piece and it leaves some information out that you're kind of craving when you read it. I don't know if he didn't have time on a deadline to come up with the information or what. But the basic premise of the piece is what everybody's thinking, but check this out. Here's the play. Tyreek Hill's on the Dolphins because the Chiefs were only going to pay him $21 million. They're paying him $30 million. And look at these three players, McDuffie, Edwards, and Cook. And he doesn't say it in his piece, but it's sort of inferred. I'll say it. Three players scored a touchdown, taking the ball away from Tyreek Hill. Not a single one of them would be on the Chiefs team today if Tyreek Hill were here. So we can sit here and say the offense isn't as good. Great. Have you watched the Chiefs play defense? You know defense wins too. You know this. You watched Tampa beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, didn't you? With defense. You saw it. Chiefs have a legit defense. Honest to goodness. McDuffie, first-round pick, that was one of the acquired picks. Mike Edwards signed this year as a free agent. They would never have had the money to sign him if Tyreek Hill was here. And in the second round, Brian Cook taken the safety, and the draft just wouldn't have fallen the same way because they wouldn't have had the McDuffie pick. There's just no way. None of those three players are here today if Tyreek Hill is. None. And what a glorious thing happened in that game. It was the big play of the game. If the Chiefs don't get that play, do they win? I'll say probably, but I don't know that for sure. That was the play of the game. And the Chiefs not signing Tyree Kill led to all three players affecting that play. They would not be here today if Tyree Kill was. That's awesome, Sam McDowell. Outstanding work for seeing something that I didn't see when I was watching the play. Now, he doesn't come right out and say it like I am. Because you can make an argument they would have signed Mike Edwards either way. But I don't think they would have. I think they'd have been so, so strapped for cash, they might not have Chris Jones on the team. I mean, the defense, here's what we know. The Chiefs built this defense off of Tyreek Hill being gone. That's a fact. There ain't no arguing that. I think they said, we're not finding another Tyreek Hill, and we're not trying in free agency. We're not going to go sign another $20 million receiver. We'll piece it together, and let's go crush it on the other side of the ball with a bunch of guys that can really play for low salaries. It's working. They're 7-2. and two. They're the one seed today. The season were over. Super Bowl champs and favorite in Vegas to win the Super Bowl. Incredible. Speaking of incredible, did anybody watch Hunter Dickinson for KU on Monday night? Oh, my God. Seven-footer, seven-foot-two. I don't know how tall he is. His first half was amazing. He scored the first seven points of the game. He finished the half with 17. He only played seven minutes or something in the second half. KU was routing North Carolina Central. They won 99-56. That's almost irrelevant. After the game, Hunter Dickinson said it was fun. Playing in front of a loud crowd and not being on the road. Another slam at Michigan that the home crowds were quiet, but he saw some good road crowds. He said, now I'm playing at home like this. North Carolina Central coach said he's going to be a real problem for everyone, not just us. This was ridiculous. Eight out of nine from the field, three out of three from three. He would have had 35 points and 15 rebounds if he played the whole game. 
That's against a bad opponent, but you can't take your eyes off the guy. When you're watching the game, like there's 10 players on the floor, it's like he's the only one you can see. It's one green apple in a bushel of red apples. I'm not talking about skin color. I'm just saying which doesn't belong here. Oh, which orange is in there in the bushel with apples? He's just taller and big and thick. And you're like, okay, everybody else looks like about the same size except that guy. Whoa. What a great match. They say he got about $2 million to come to KU. There was no way Bill Self was getting outbid on this player for one year. This is, they, they are going to be the team to beat because of Hunter Dickinson. Period. You're not going to be able to defend him. He had a play where he went on the perimeter to defend his guy who shot a three. And the second the ball goes in the air, Hunter Dickinson knows I affect every three-point shot that it ain't going in. So he goes running down the floor after he goes up to block the shot, just takes off. Like McCuller got the rebound and just heaves it down the floor. It's like cherry picking. There's the seven-footer. And if, he, if somebody does run with him, just throw it up there about a foot above the rim. He's the only one that can get it. Unbelievable weapon Kansas has. And I'll make this compact uh, comment. This is only a observation. I, I have no, I have no ill will, no ill intent, but I say things other people don't. So I'm just going to go ahead and say this because you're going to think it when you're watching Kansas anyway. And it's okay to say things you think. That's pretty much what I believe. It's okay to say things you're thinking. If you're a good person, I think I'm a good person. KU is the whitest team I've seen in a long time. At one point in the first half, with like game game still on, four of the five dudes are white, including Hunter Dickinson. In the second half, after Dickinson and a couple of the other white guys are out, KU's playing five white guys in the second half. And they're not all just mop-up duty guys. There's one of the whitest teams I've ever seen. I don't, I've got nothing to add. I don't think there's a reason. I think it's probably random, but they're good. That's a good basketball team. Bill Self has been very concerned that his team can't shoot threes, and they were just money on Monday night. I mean, really, really, really good. Missouri was money as well, 40% from three in their game against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Missouri wins 101-79, fourth time in school history. They start the season by scoring 100 points or more. 56% from the field, and it was everywhere. Dennis Gates, guys, five players in double figures. Sean East, 21. Caleb Grill, 15 and seven rebounds. Bates, 18 points, seven of nine shooting. Those last two guys are from Kansas, playing for Missouri. And Missouri looks well-rounded and fast and shooting and good. And yes, of course it's Arkansas Pine Bluff. But come on. Dennis Gates got it going on. His recruiting has been outstanding. The transfers he's getting, you see how they fit. They look really good. Really good, Mizzou. And they play at Kansas coming up here in a few weeks. Three-game series, right? T-Mobile Center first, Kansas, then Columbia. I believe is the way that works. That's going to be great. That should be a great game. I just don't know that Missouri's going to have an answer to Hunter Dickinson. But I don't know if anybody's going to have an answer to that guy. I, I just don't, I don't remember a player and a coach and a program better fit than this. Because, you know, the, the, a lot of the great big guys Bill Self had only stayed a year or two. They never became what Hunter Dickinson is right now, a grown man, an adult with all this experience. I and mean, he's something else, man. He is something else. 
Kansas State was a train wreck on Monday night. No other way to say it. I, I just have a hard time watching K-State when they do this. And it just reminded me a lot of the really bad K-State teams. And I'm not going to predict they're going to be bad. They played USC, which clearly was the better team. USC has a freshman named Isaiah Collier. He's the number one recruit in the country. They returned players from a good team last year. They are very well coached defensively. They've got a lot of guys that have played together. K-State has a million miles to go because they're piecing it together again with parts that have never been together. And Jerome Tang did it last year, and I'm not going to tell you you can't do it this year. But boy, the first look was ugly. Do you know how hard it is to watch your team miss 50 shots? 50. It's a 40-minute game. It's more frustrating than going to Chuck E. Cheese and trying to catch something with the claw or the ring toss at the county fair. The whole thing just feels rigged. It wasn't. K-State shot that poorly. Tyler Perry, they were promoting him as the best shooter in America. Jerome Tang says Tyler Perry is the best shooter in America. He started 0 for 7, 0 for 6 from 3, I think. He finished with 22 of the most meaningless points you've ever seen. He and Cam Carter wound up shooting it all right. Eight of 21 from three. I guess you can live with that. The rest of the team was 0 for 12. It was ugly. No Bronny James. It was supposed to be LeBron James' kid's first game. They say he may play this year. He had a heart condition. We'll see. Well, they had a lot of work to do at K-State. That's all. Jerome Tang would say after the game, K-State was exposed. He's right. They were. He said, at least now we know what our problems are and we can go to work on them. I'll make this prediction. And again, I think Kansas State can be a decent to good team. They don't look like they have the pieces to go to the Elite Eight or anything like that, like they did last year. I don't think they're going to be some kind of an embarrassment. They play hard for their coach. God, they play hard. He gets players that play hard. They're going to win a lot of games just by effort, I believe. There's a lot really to like about the program and Jerome Tang and things that are going on. I'm not, I'm not being a hater here. You just watch this game and you can't see it. There were things that got exposed. You're like, how is he going to fix that? If you can't shoot, you can't shoot. So uh, maybe. We'll see. Jason Kelsey, it's being reported by the New York Post, celebrated his 36th birthday on Sunday by beating the Dallas Cowboys. And after the game, well, in the game, he got kicked in the head, got in a screaming match and a fight with a Dallas linebacker. He used his knee to pummel him in the head. Then he goes back in. It's his 36th birthday. They beat the Cowboys. And on his locker stall, there is a sign that he's got to go take a drug test. Random drug test. There he is screaming and yelling during the game. A lot of people thought he was acting like a fool after he got kicked in the head. And yep, they put it right on his locker. Drug test. Make sure you're normal here today because you were acting awful funny out there. What? They'll say it's unrelated, but the... What's being inferred here is that he acted a little crazy out there on the field, and then he had to take a drug test. So, a good birthday. They beat the Cowboys. It's standing naked in front of a guy watching you pee. Not the best birthday. Travis Kelsey, his brother, the best birthday. Travis Kelsey, on October 5th, went to the Golden Ox with his posse. 1600 Genesee, the Golden Ox. I used to go there all the time. I haven't been in years. I need to go. It sounds great. It's where the Kansas City Strip was invented. The Golden Ox, Travis Kelsey's birthday, he ordered a 24-ounce porterhouse with a side of lobster mac and cheese and broccolini. 
and wasn't sure that would quite do it, so he got the 8-ounce filet on the side. That's 32 ounces of red meat, lobster mac and cheese, and broccolini, and we're going to guess he had a roll or two, or some bread. Travis Kelsey, live large, brother. You have earned it. What a birthday dinner at the Golden Ox on October 5th. One other NFL note, the NFLPA is restating strongly that on behalf of the players, the players overwhelmingly would like the NFL to make every stadium in the league be real grass and no more artificial turf. They say the science is unequivocal, that Achilles injuries happen disproportionately on artificial turf. I, I probably believe that. We saw Aaron Rodgers go out. We've seen Kirk Cousins go out. Kirk Cousins happened on grass. We saw another one this week, another bad one this week, and it was on turf. The NFLPA says overwhelmingly these, the Achilles injury, which is becoming the most common devastating injury now in the NFL. We've moved on from concussions. It's always a moving target. They change all the rules. They do whatever they got to do to try to limit this injury or that. Now the big one is Achilles. It's ruining careers. And the NFLPA says we need to play on regular grass. No more turf. I think that's going to be a sticking point in the next collective bargaining agreement. I won't argue with it. But you know what? The NFL, there's hypocrisy here. They don't want to do this, but they talk about player safety. Oh, you can't hit the quarterback. You can't do this. We're going to have a fair catch on kickoff for player safety. There should be no resistance here. If this is what the players want, they should just say, done. It's done. We're going to go grass everywhere. We'll have to figure it out in places like Atlanta and Indy because they're indoor stadiums. We'll have to figure it out, but we'll get there. We'll figure out how to do it in those places. There should be no resistance here. If you've taken fun of the game away from us and come up with stupid penalties like hands to the face of a quarterback when it's incidental, that should 100% be reviewable. If you smack Patrick Mahomes in the helmet or face, it should be a penalty. If you're going in trying to block a pass and your hand just continues and scrapes across his face mask a little bit, shouldn't be a penalty. They've taken so much away from us fans in this game, there should be no resistance to what the players want here. Just play every game on grass. I'd be fine if they were all played in the elements. That'd be awesome with me. Our final final day is brought to you by MyPillow.com. The promo code is KKHI. Site-wide sale right now. Everything on sale with the promo code KKHI. It is the max promo code. It's also good at MyStore.com if you're doing holiday shopping. There's all kinds of great products on there and gift ideas even for clients or family or friends. MyStore.com, your promo code is KKHI. That's MyStore.com, KKHI, or MyPillow.com, promo code KKHI. Advantage Termite and Pest Control is signing up for lawn care in 2024. That's right, Advantage Termite and Pest Control not only does all your spiders, crickets, critters, all your pest control, they help out around the house. They'll even do irrigation flushing right now. They'll blow out your sprinklers for you. Make the call right now. Advantage will be out to your house within a couple of days. Blow out your sprinklers before it gets cold. Advantage Termite and Pest Control, 913-768-8989. Now with lawn care and sprinkler service, AdvantageTPC.com, 913-768-8989. And you want to play more golf next year? Guys, this one's for you. Tell your wife, your significant other, your kids that you want great life golf for Christmas. You either want uh, gift certificates for rounds of golf at a course near you, or you want to join one of the courses. There are now 58 Great Life properties 
Many of them are right here in the Kansas City area, but they're also, if you join, they're also in places like Hilton Head, North Carolina, Florida, Georgia. They're everywhere. 58 Great Life properties now. Play more golf. Greatlifegolf.com. Check it out online. See where the courses are and see how it might fit for you. Some of you may have second homes near some of these courses, or you like to vacation there, or you have children living there that you visit. Greatlifegolf.com. Our final final reminds me why I love sports so much. Indeed, on this day, well, I was going to have this up and posted before this event happened, but then I had to re-record it. So it's already on and you can't go, but it's a really cool thing. The Kansas City Mavericks today are having Kids Day at Independence Event Center. 10.30 a.m. game for the Kansas City Mavericks. 4,000 students will come to the game. Science City is there. They've moved some of their exhibits and, and scientists and experts out there to educate the kids. Meteorologists from Channel 41 are there doing weather type stuff. And there's a hockey game. This is as good as it gets. This is the most American thing ever. This is awesome. It breaks up the monotony of school. It's fun learning. The kids will learn stuff today. They'll get to see a hockey game. They're exposed to team sports. I love this. And the Mavericks are 7-1 and one and in first place. Can you believe it? They're 7-1 and one in first place. They're three wins away from their 500th win in franchise history. And the reason is right now their goalkeeper, Cale Morris, he's the player of the month in the ECHL in October. He's just been money. You know this about hockey. You don't have to be a genius. You got a great goalie, you're going to win a lot of games. Kansas City Mavericks are 7-1. and one. They're playing great, folks. Go to a hockey game. I'm calling my buddy Cato today, and we're going to take his son. We're finally going to go see the Mavericks. They're just playing great hockey at Independence Event Center, and today is Kids Day at the Mavericks, and I just think that's awesome. 4,000 students out there watching the Mavs play today. Pretty cool stuff. And thank you for being patient and waiting on this late edition of Kevin Keatsman as issue. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Woo-hoo!